Nerdy is the new sexy. Let's good to be a This is Bud's Weekly Geek Out, brought to you by Tectoria. Discover Tectoria is for everyone. Well, hi. Good morning, Webmeister Bud. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Jason. Hello, Bud. What's on the Geek Out? A very cool and unique game came out in 2008. It was called Mirror's Edge, and it was a first-person, uh, not shooter, uh, it was like a first-person parkour game. Uh, you played a... Parkour! Cur- parkour! Parkour! <laughs> parkour! <laughs> so good. Gainer! <laughs> <laughs> you played a courier named Faith, and you're delivering messages of resistance against the government, of course. And you do this by wall running and jumping between rooftops and zip lining and occasionally kicking your way through guards. And this was all done in a first-person view, so it really looked and felt like you were part of the action. This has almost nothing to do with this week's Geek Out. Oh, okay. Uh, one of the things which really stood out to me about this game is the soundtrack. I still listen to it on occasion. It was by a Swedish artist named Magnus Bergeson who goes by the stage name Solar Fields. And when I saw the actual topic of this week's Geek Out, all I could think of was Solar Fields, the artist, uh. and the great memories of playing Mirror's Edge. But no, the Solar Fields I'm talking about are, at first, they're not in actual fields. They're on the surface of the water. And despite that, they're more often called solar farms or floating solar. Did you know, because I didn't until I started researching this geek out, that Asia is a world leader in solar panels on top of the water. I did no, know that, I in did. fact, yes. Oh, yeah? No, I didn't know that. I have, I've, I have heard Elon go on about this. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He would be in touch, certainly. Oh, that's yeah. great. Okay, yeah. So there are installations of solar panels sitting atop the water in three Chinese cities, two cities in India, and one more in Taiwan. I love the idea of solar power. In 2008, before this feature even started, I went down to Dallas Road and a reporter covered the arrival of a vehicle that was completely covered in solar panels called Power of One, and its goal was to develop and build a solar car that would set a world distance record just powered on the sun, literally looked like a UFO with wheels. So around the occasional house or building in town, we see the odd solar panel on roofs, and solar panel companies are popping up. We have sun. We might as well harness it. But yes, Asia is winning this race, and I'm here today to say that the USNA is Getting in on the game, and I mean, it's okay, it's not a race. Renewable energy anywhere is a good thing. But there are two spots in New Jersey, one each in uh, Windsor, California, and Bartow, Florida, where solar arrays are being placed on top of storage ponds, recycled water ponds, cooling ponds. And the idea is that not only could they generate all the power these cities would need, but they leave the land free for agriculture or buildings. And they slow water evaporation down to almost zero, which is a growing concern with climate change. They balance this out by not covering too, too much of the water surface because that could really harm the ecosystem underneath. And so how much energy do these produce then? The one in Milburn, New Jersey can generate 8.9 megawatts of power per hour. And is so what does that mean? Is Uh, that a lot of power? It's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, Taiwan generates 88 megawatts per hour. The two spots in India generate 192 megawatts per hour, and the three in China total 540 megawatts per hour. So 8.9 is a humble start, but at least we know it's a successful model. And they're planning a small one in in New York, this little New York town where they have a 14-acre reservoir, and that could save them 500,000 United States dollars per year. Of course, there's the upfront cost of infrastructure, but a study was published in March that found that there were over 6,000 cities in 124 countries that could use floating solar to generate as much electricity as they're using right now. That's amazing, but what about uh, right here? What about Canada? Uh, So far, we've been really behind on adoption. Canada doesn't have any floating solar projects funded by National Resources Canada yet. There could be tiny little projects on the go, but nothing to fax home about just yet. We have 
costs so much water here, but it looks like cost is a big factor because solar panels on the water cost 10 to 15 percent more than land-based solar. And another big reason is we just don't get that much consistent sunlight hours the norther you go. This, <laughs> Norther, right? It's not the the norther you go. Right, just <laughs> on to that. <laughs> so there may come a time where we take what we can get from Mr. Sun and think of it as an investment. But you can read and see more about these solar fields, which are quite cool looking, on the water at thezone.fm slash geekout. Very cool. Thanks so much, bud. Yeah, thanks, bud. Bye. Bud's Weekly Geek Out. Sometimes you know it's good to be a geek. Listen every Wednesday on The Morning Zone for more news from the world of techie type stuff. Brought to you by Tectoria. Discover Tectoria is for everyone.